everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This week we're chatting about all sorts, vlogging, online classes, batching podcasts, and finally getting away for a holiday and some downtime. So I hope that you enjoy the episode. Let's get straight into it. Hello, Laura. How are you going? I'm very good. Or should I say good morning, Laura? It's bright in the mornings here. The sun is coming up at about 5.30am, so we've been getting up very early, doing bits and bobs in the mornings lately. Which, been very good, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and a while ago on the podcast I talked about how I, how I had changed in that area and started getting up and doing a bit of work in the mornings, and that has continued on. I, I think I'm probably into about six, seven weeks of that now. It'll be interesting now because we go on holidays to, uh, today. I wonder if we'll still get up at... 5.30, quarter to 6 every morning. I think we will, except the clocks go forwards, so it's going to start getting darker in the mornings. So that's going to trip me up, I think. I'm enjoying it being bright at 5.30am. It suits me. Yeah, it's Gets nice. Gets me out of bed. It was good because we were shooting the vlog. Yes, yeah, we've been able to actually do some videoing first thing in the morning because it's been bright enough for us to get out about and about. And the great thing about uh, shooting a vlog in the mornings is that there's very little people around. And I know it shouldn't make a big difference, but, you you know, you, <laughs> I, I, get, I get self-conscious filming people on front of other people. Yeah, I haven't got to that stage where I feel all that comfortable, you know, walking into a shop with a camera in front yeah. of me. But I'm hoping to get there eventually because I want to take our vlog to different places. That's part of my vision, I guess, for it is that we get out into art shops and visit framing people and mm -hmm. framers, I should say. <laughs> we go and visit framers and things like that. So, you know, exciting things that could we could do for season two. Well, we're talking about the vlog and we're assuming that everyone that listens to this podcast knows we have one. I know. We're, we're <laughs> you started it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, why? Um, yeah, so for anyone listening, the vlog has been a bit of a, a little bit of a passion project for us over the last couple of months. And what we have been doing is recording these little videos. They're usually anything from about five minutes to 15 minutes and usually we just decide on the day what we're going to chat about. It's very calm and relaxed I guess is the word I'm thinking of. Um, not a lot of planning goes into it, it's on the fly. We did it, so a vlog is kind of like a blog post in video format so if you think of the old days of vlogging when people would just you know post what they're up to, the vlog is a video version of that. So sharing what we're up to in any given week. We know that for some people, the podcast, it's just not their thing. It's funny because we listen to so many podcasts, you kind of assume that everybody loves podcasts, but uh, it took me a while to get into them because I am also a very visual person and you used to listen to them and I'd be like, nah, I don't think I'd ever get into podcasts, but I have. <laughs> Not everyone listens to podcasts and the vlog is a fantastic alternative and it has the added benefits of being able to see stuff, which is very handy when you have an art business because you can show your supplies, you can show your paintings, share a little bit of your process. Yeah, so we've become big fans of the vlog. It's got a bit of a life of its own. I like the vlog because it's really relaxed and I still get to do my work. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and you've got some certain rules around the vlog. 
their own written rules. <laughs> I was going to say, do you I know? have rules? <laughs> what are these know, rules? <laughs> there's no lights, no cables, you know. Yeah, I had to calm Richie down. Keep it to one camera, <laughs> you know, unless there's painting. If there's painting, yeah. we'll always do an overhead. Mm. But normally we'll we'll just stick to one camera, one mic, and let's just go where we go. All natural light. <laughs> it's pretty funny because for one of the vlogs, you got a little bit carried away, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so it was almost like we were filming an online class because you had sort of the mats down to kind of dampen the sound and you had the mm. lights and multiple cameras. And I walked in and I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a vlog. (laughs) This is meant to be just super relaxed. And for me, not having all that stuff, the lights, the sound proofing and all that, it makes me feel more relaxed. Mm. So it gives the vlog a much more chilled out kind of energy, which I really enjoy. So yes, I have unwritten rules now to rein you in. (laughs) And then we have an 11 year old daughter that keeps walking past saying, you know, that's not a vlog. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've had the whole debate about what a vlog actually is. So I, I call it just a video version of a blog post. Yeah, you know? me too. That's what I call it. But my daughter is always telling me that a vlog is when you get out and about. Mm. It's not when you're just in your studio. I reckon going into the studio counts. Yeah. <laughs> it's outside of the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so she rolls her eyes at us and and cringes when we call it a vlog but maybe it's motivating us because we are looking at how we can take it on the road more and have that that kind of energy where you visit places and go kind of stuff you often see on YouTube when you you know watching YouTube videos and you think of those brave vloggers that are out (laughs) out in shops or cafes and things like that oh I don't know I don't know how we got ourselves into this (laughs) I guess the one thing we've going for us is that there's two of us and I'm filming you. So I guess when people look over, they're like, oh, you know, they're making a video. Yeah. I don't know how the YouTubers do it where they film themselves and they walk around with their camera talking to their camera. Yeah. You know, they're brave people. That's true, actually, because like I've done a bit of filming at local crowd, the cafe where I have my work. And when you've got kind of a crew or people Mm. around you it's not actually so bad but just doing it on your own would feel a bit awkward but it's great because it's pushing our skills and I love a challenge you know I love to kind of stretch out my comfort zone bit by bit and the vlog is helping me to get better at speaking sharing talking about my work and if any of your audience out there are thinking of doing some online classes or getting a podcast this is like a great way to practice speaking and creating content because the content that you don't use you can put on Instagram you can take your voice out and yeah and you, you could film a vlog on an iPhone it doesn't need to be on a fancy camera I mean the reason that we do it on a camera is because we have cameras we have cameras and you're you are a videographer and that way you get to do your craft So you get the fun of recording it and editing it and doing your thing. So it satisfies both of us creatively, but you could definitely do something like this with an iPhone, Mm. especially the new new phones, the smartphones that we have today. The cameras on them are so good. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Unbelievable. And, And starting, like you suggested, starting with Instagram, Facebook, doing a Facebook Live. Yeah. 
those kind of things. What was our first vlog, a studio tour? Oh, we've done all sorts, but the very first vlog that we did was in the studio and we had just finished putting together a body of work for a new exhibition at the cafe where I show my work. Yeah. And it was just a random thought. We had it all laid out and I thought, you know, it'd be cool to share this. Let's do a little video. At this point, I didn't even know where we were going to put the video, whether we were going to just pop it up on my Facebook page, into Instagram or something like that. It was all handheld, one camera, and I just chatted about the art, walked around the studio. Afterwards, I said to you, that was really fun and that was easy. I enjoyed doing that. Let's do some more of those. And that's how it started. Yeah, because it led us to something, didn't it? We didn't know where we were heading with it when we started. As I said earlier, it had a bit of a life of its own. So we just started sharing whatever was happening during the week. So that included me getting a big box of art supplies, then testing out those supplies and deciding what I was going to do with them. Not being too sure, so going out into nature and collecting inspiration. So we did get out and about on that one. I shared a couple of places near where I live, or we live, I should say. And then I talked about the fact that I was meant to be filming an online class and I was procrastinating and I shared that whole process and I got started with loose layers and eventually it did lead to the new class, which I'm excited to say (laughs) is finally open for registration. So that whole process helped me to develop the abstract landscapes class that we are about to kind of get into. So it's open now for registration and then it will start on the 16th of October. And we've never done anything like that before where we've shared the, I guess, the behind the scenes of how a class is developed. Almost the inspiration behind it. Mm. So it doesn't really get into the detail of the class, but you just see the sparks. Like I even shared a couple of books that had inspired me. So I I had uh, a painted landscape. Oh, I'm not sure. I think it's Amber Cresswell who who put that book together. And then there's Gypsy by Sabella Court, like two books that were super inspiring to me in this whole abstract landscape, the path that I was following, you know, to put together the abstract landscape class. Like there were books and things and well, colour palettes that yeah, inspired me. Think over the 10 weeks or the, sorry, the nine weeks that we filmed the vlogs, you've touched on the substrate that you use, the location of the landscapes that you're drawing your inspiration Mm. from, the colour palette that you use, the books and the inspiration. There's these tiny little hints, like they're they're clues almost. Yeah, and I even did like a little watercolour painting that was inspired by a landscape. So if you watch the vlog, and I will leave a link to the vlog. So this, this is the last episode. So the episode that we released today is the last one for season one. And we'll talk a little bit about why we're doing seasons in a minute. So there's 10 episodes and I'll link that in the show notes for this podcast so that if you want to you can watch that journey and find out a little bit more about how we got to where we got to I guess with the with the class and and it's just you know little bits and pieces that I think if you're into artsy stuff you know there's just something there for everyone. So what's in the class what's what's the class about? So I'm not going to say too much about the class in fact I'm going to point people over to um I'll leave a link to the um class trailer because we did put together a a video where you can see and I think 
it's like many things you really want to see a visual don't you with an online class mm-hmm. it's all about the video and how that's put together so I would encourage people to go and watch the class trailer and read about the class but in a nutshell this is a class about creating loose landscapes so very freeing I'm using a lot of fluid uh, materials so I'm using fluid acrylics primarily but I combine that with other mixed media supplies working in layers very gentle delicate layers okay, that's that, that's enough am I saying too much see that's what happens yeah. this is what happens okay so let me calm down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> about the class how can I say it in one sentence it's yeah loose nature inspired abstracts yeah they're gorgeous yeah going out and you'll see me going out to various locations and just I guess the interesting part of this class is how is how you take inspiration and translate it into something that's quite abstract you know so how do you look at color composition mark making combine it with your imagination in a way to come up with something that's not necessarily obvious you know, which is the beauty of abstract. There's that mystery in it all. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you say something along the lines of you're painting a feeling. Yes, that's right. And this, this class is very much about the feeling. It's a, the, just the materials lend themselves to, you can't really predict what's going to happen. So there's a, there's a freedom there and a letting go. And that's what this class is all about. I think the last four or five videos in the course is by far my best work, yeah. Like, I, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, it, it is a very visually delicious class, I have to say that. It's that's the, that's why I want to talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all Richie. That's nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm very fortunate in that way because uh, Richie does all the, all the video stuff, all the editing and puts it all together. But anyway, back to the vlogs. You were, yes. You, you were mentioning the season. And when we first started doing podcasts you wanted to do it in seasons and I was like no 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 the podcast needs to be every week forever with the vlogs I think we both agreed that we'd give season one a go 10 episodes and let's see where it took us and here we are the release of our last episode of season one and we're going on holidays and how cool is that yeah I think when we started I really didn't know why we were doing the vlog <laughs> and it's not that any everything needs a purpose but uh, you know most of the time I do think things through and have a reason for doing something but with the vlog it was just a kind of random desire to just do it and because of that I thought well you know it's easy to get enthusiastic about things <laughs> you know new ideas I thought well let's not commit myself to a whole year of these because I wanted to keep it fun. So this is where I've managed to convince you that for this particular endeavour, let's do a season of it and do 10 episodes and then take a little bit of a break, which actually works really well for us because we work in school terms and that's something that we've just had to adapt to because we work from home and our kids are in school. And so what we try and do is get most of our work done in the 10-week terms. So they have four terms a year that are roughly 10 weeks. This is actually a fantastic way to work. It forces you to think about a 10-week chunk and manage your time. Say manage your time, that's probably the area that we <laughs> struggle with a bit because we always bite off a bit more than we can chew. So inevitably it means that the like 
first few days of the school holidays we're usually trying to scramble and it doesn't take us too far into the school holidays so we're actually heading away now for a week we're going to a caravan park we're staying with a group of families and having some downtime and as a business owner I've realized that this is super important for me I I don't know how you feel about this but I need to book something and actually get out of the house have a holiday if possible even last holidays we booked this time we only went away for three nights but we still booked a we stayed in an apartment for a few nights Mm -hmm. just to have that little bit of separation because when you work from home you'll work you work in all those cracks when you wish you didn't and it's easy to be working when you could be present with your family and your kids and so this is something we just have to do in order to make sure that we're prioritising our family time. There's something about just getting out of your home environment. Yeah, and, and it makes makes you be more productive during the 10 weeks. You know, when I first started with this art business, I was all over the place. You know, I had no rhyme or reason. And it's funny because I remember before we start taking the school holidays off, we would talk about batching things. We would talk about, like, all the really intelligent business decisions and we just wouldn't do them (laughs) but now this time around we're starting to do that like we have the artist interviews which we batch yes we got this course ready in the school term we got it edited in the school term and now it's releasing while we're away yes we are getting better and we have talked about this on the podcast before and many of you may have listened to us chat about wanting to be better planners and the kind of strategies that we were hoping to use we're beginning to do them so with the artist interviews so on the podcast we've been chatting with other artists giving Richie a bit of a break (laughs) they're not my favorites because I don't have to talk they're genuinely my favorites because some of the quotes and the lifestyle changes dealing with adversity is super inspiring to me and I get to hear all of these things because I edit it I absolutely love the artist interviews yeah we love doing them and we've been getting fantastic comments feedback you guys are really enjoying hearing from other artists and you know I can totally understand why so we're going to be doing more and more of them and to make that happen we are sort of batching them up so I've been using a little planner called Calendly which is, no, what is it? It's a scheduling app or program. The reason I'm using that is because it helps me with all the time zones because I'm chatting with people from all over the world. And what you do, it's really clever. So if you ever have to do a series of interviews, what you can do is go into your calendar and you can connect it up to your Google calendar and you can let it know when you're available. So you can just give it blocks and it will also make sure that you don't, so if you've got something in your Google Calendar, it won't let you double book. So you let this program know when you're available and then you send that out to your participants. So they get a link with all the different times that they could choose from and then they choose it and you both get to know what time that is in the time zone where you're at. Isn't that magic? Yeah, I was blown, <laughs> I, I was blown away by it. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've explained it very well, but it's, uh, it's called Calendly and it's, um, it's definitely made my podcasting life easier. Yeah, it's great. So basically you just send me an email and I get a little calendar that opens up and I pick my own time. 
That's right. And what it's what it prevents is all that back and forth. What I was finding was that that part could be quite time consuming. When are you available? I'm available then. Does this suit? Maybe this time. All of that is gone now. It's just a click of a button. So I'm feeling very fancy about it all. So that's been helpful. And yeah, we've also been dedicating time to the interview. So we had a week recently where we did quite a few interviews in the one week. We're actually ahead of schedule for the first time ever on the podcast, which is very, well, we've kind of had to be because you're heading away for a few weeks. So um, that has forced us in a way, but we have some fantastic interviews coming up on the podcast so we'll be chatting with Amica Wincop an Australian artist who I adore I'm also chatting with Mary Price she's a UK artist known as Artist in the Shed over on Instagram beautiful colourful vibrant work wonderful chat about all the different things that you can do as an artist or the avenues you can explore also chatting with Pamela Bates Pamela is in the US and we talk about Oh, that one's a great one. I don't want to say too much, but it gave me chills because we talk about coming to art later in life and and that it's never too late. Yeah, I'm trying to bite my tongue and not say <laughs> anything on all three because, oh, they're just yeah. amazing. Yeah. One one artist paints in her shed. Yeah. She's, oh, she's great. Another lady lives up, she's from Australia here and... Oh my God, she gets really, really honest about her journey. And then Pamela's is just, and plus she's married to an Irishman from from Dublin. I think think you had a soft spot for that one, didn't you? I did, I did. Because I get to say hello at the very beginning because I do a little sound check. Oh my God. And when we were talking about your artist interviews, I think we were talking about them a couple of days ago. I was saying something along the lines, you should do a podcast about the artist podcasts. And we just start going through, because my idea was to do a little three-minute piece on each artist podcast. And when we start talking about it, I was like, oh my God, three minutes per podcast wouldn't be enough. That's, that's <laughs> we, we started chatting about it in the car and going through each podcast. Oh. And the way I often think about it is each one gives you a gift because mm-hmm. every time the artist will chat about something or as you say it might be a quote or something will resonate and shift inside of me well this is what happens to me happens to me and it'll change the way I think or I approach things I've had conversations that have literally got me out of my chair and into the studio painting because they are that inspiring yeah they make you want to get creative I mean that is a gift I'll be editing them (laughs) and then I will text you a quote they are amazing and I feel very blessed and fortunate that I get the opportunity to have these conversations. It really is a pinch yourself <laughs> thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I've been having a lot of pinch me moments lately, so yeah. very thankful for everyone who's encouraged us and of course our wonderful guests. Yeah, mm. and you're very approachable, So, because <laughs> I know there's a couple of people that have emailed you and said, can I be on your podcast? Yeah, we do have a way that you can register your interest we can't have everyone on the of podcast, course. so, um, but we'd love to hear from you and for you to put forward suggestions. Okay, I think it's time to wrap up for this week because we are about to head away on holidays. In fact, once we stop recording this, I'm going to start packing our bags. Before we go, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that listens to our podcast, watches our vlog and sends us lovely comments, provides us with feedback and encouragement. We are so appreciative of all of your kind words. 
So this week's episode of the vlog is the last for season one and it includes a sneak peek of our brand new class, Abstract Landscapes. So I hope that you enjoy that. And we're about to head off, as I said, on holidays. So next week we'll be having an artist interview. I am chatting with Amica Wincop. This is a must listen for all artists. But enough from me. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you tune in again next week.